0: Lock in and level up. Season 2 of the Positivity Report continues now. Let's get it. what's going on? This is Ryan Wilson. You're listening to TPR. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Real quick before I get into the episode for today, if you're looking for a way to find me or follow me, one of the best ways to do that is on Instagram at Wilson Ryan underscore underscore. Thank you. Also, with this episode, I'm actually not recording where I usually do in my booth that I usually record in. Uh, so if the audio sounds a little bit different on this episode, that's why. So really, this episode, Light versus Dark, is a direct continuation from my most previous episode, my most previous episode 27, which was a message to be heard by all. And so this episode, Light versus Dark, is a direct continuation from my most previous episode. So if you are listening to this right now and you have not listened to my most previous episode, you undoubtedly must listen to that episode before you fully listen to this one. So I'm going to be referencing my most previous episode Episode. I'm really going to be continuing directly from that episode, and you know, tying up more, um, tying up some loose ends from that episode, and really just continuing on and elaborating further. So again, if you're listening to this episode right now, please uh, pause this and go back and listen to my most previous episode, episode 27, a message to be heard by all. And so, really, this episode will serve kind of two purposes. Again, I'm going to be continuing directly from my most previous episode, and really, I'm going to be giving some more answers again, um, kind of explaining how we can how we can, you know, defeat this dark energy, you know, with the light energy and, and using um, the light side of this. So pretty much this episode is going to serve, you know, how do we defeat this and how do we defend against this. And then this episode is also going to serve as tying up all the loose ends and connecting all of the dots from my most previous episode. So throughout this episode, I'm really just going to be going back and forth between my most previous episode, episode 27, a message to be heard by all. And then I'm also going to just be, you know, explaining how do we combat this proactively, and how how, you know, we combat this and ultimately defeat this dark energy, um, using, you know, the light and the love and everything like that. So with all that being said, I'll start kind of, you know, how do we defeat this, right, I'll get into the who and the why and the what of who we're defeating and, and who the dark energy actually is. And again, my most previous episode talks all about that. But before I get into that, just You know, how do we defeat this or how do you defend this? The first step is to just be aware that this is actually going on. Um, You know what I'm saying? Just be aware that the rap music that you're listening to, you know, the pro sports, you know, the halftime of the pro sports, you know, they're the halftime of the Super Bowl, you know, they're using demonic imagery and demonic symbolism and really just evil energy in the music and really just in the entertainment industry as a whole. So the first step is to just be aware of this. Be aware that a lot of this is going on in our world because the truth is that this evil dark energy is fully present in our world probably just as heavily as the light side and the light energy is present in our world. There's good and bad. That's exactly what this is. Good and bad. Light and dark you know, good and evil. This is exactly what goes on in our world. There's both. And so you know, just keep that in mind, just be aware of this. And that's how you just initially the baseline is just, you know, don't pretend this doesn't exist. Don't pretend like it's not there because it is there. It's a fact it's there. This evil energy, this dark energy is there. So just admitting and understanding and being aware that it is there is really the first And the most basic step in how you defend yourself against this first because i'll speak about how personally you can defend this and then how personally you can proactively attack and defeat this dark energy and be you know a light worker and using your light and so two or three points here from my last episode you know again i was speaking about the sports and the entertainment and just how really pretty much all of them cannot be trusted and a lot of them are actually purposely using evil imagery symbolism and evil and and wrong messages and you know in a lot of their work and they're putting it really right in front of our face and and a lot of times we might not even be noticing it and then also a second point from my last episode is I was speaking about gematria which is the process and the code of translating letters and words into numbers so as far as gematria goes I was speaking about that in my most previous episode and I was speaking about Zachary Hubbard who discovered the code of gematria really and that this is the code that is followed every single day in the news in the entertainment and in the sports world as well and so again if you're listening to this and you want to know about gematria all of those links are in my most previous episode description so go click all those links and learn about gematria learn about gematria and learn from Zachary Hubbard and then finally in my most previous episode I also was speaking a little bit about like coming home to God and really just I guess growing your relationship with God And so I'll speak a little bit about that as well, and really just growing your relationship with something, something bigger than yourself, you know what I'm saying? So I'll speak a little bit about that as well. So and so for a little bit of the who and the how and the why of this dark energy. So who is the enemy who is using this dark energy? So at the absolute top are really just the elites that are control all of the money control really all of the sports leagues all of the news media all of the entertainment because it's a very select few of elite people and again this is all a network of people all of the athletes all of the entertainers all the sports people they're all in marriages together and they're all connected together so I'll break down who is all in on this but at the very top are the absolute elites which we're not even seeing them those are all the people behind the scenes but the people that own the NBA the people that own the NFL the people that own the entertainment industries, you know, the people that are making that own these movie production companies, all of this and the news media as well. And then you move down a little bit, then it's the celebrities. So these are all the faces that we're seeing, the athletes, the sports, the entertainers, we are seeing all these people. And so these are really just the people that push the messages and push a lot of this evil energy upon us because the elites are scripting and telling them exactly what to do and again they're scripting sports events news events all through the code of gematria and so again how are they doing this again through scripting sports games through scripting entertainment through scripting deaths again i spoke about people taking sacrifices so i'm not even going to name you know the absolute group of people who are doing this I'm just going to again speak about the elites and you know the celebrities if you want to know like the actual name again I'm not really going to say that on this if you want to hear the actual name of the group of people that do this again listen to Zachary Hubbard at Gematria Effect Sports Gematria Effect News on YouTube he gives the actual names and the actual details of you know what groups of people are actually doing this and again it's the these groups of people that's why I don't want to say the names because it's not the people like in your local neighborhoods that are part of this group or part of these religions, it's the people at the absolute top, the elites that you're not seeing. So that's why it doesn't even really matter to say the actual name of the group that's doing it. Um, again, I'll just break down You know, the elites, the celebrities, and that's how it goes down. And so again, that's the who and who is the enemy. How are they doing this, again, through scripted sporting events, through scripted ritual murders, blood sacrifices, through the entertainment industry, the Grammys, the halftime show? I'll speak about that Super Bowl halftime show in just a minute here. You know, again, a little bit further of how they're doing this. It's all energy work. They are really playing god with the energy of the masses because they are when kobe bryant died you know the masses you know our energy changed because people were feeling fear of dying and they become scared of dying and then they feel hurt or sad because they miss you know this supposed legend and this false idol kobe but you know what i'm saying they're playing enter it's energy work they are controlling the masses through energy that's why they're scripted murders and deaths because when mac miller died All of the people that felt connected to him, they were feeling some type of way. Our energy was being moved and shifted as masses. And so these people are scripting these events to occur, to control us. Again, it's energy work through the masses. And again, they're also playing God because one, they're literally murdering people in ritual sacrifices. Two, they're controlling the masses and playing God that way. And they're also playing God with words because again, pretty much The way that God created the word was, in a sense, he spoke it into existence. If you read the beginning of the Bible, you know, each day when he goes through, he says, let there be, you know, water, let there be man. And he speaks everything into existence. So the power of words and the power of creating is what God, you know what I'm saying? That's the power of God in a sense. So these people are playing God literally with words. And that's why they're using this code of Gematria to script events through words, through letters, through numbers. They are playing God and speaking things into existence. And again, they're playing God with the lie and they're putting up lies and false words and false narratives and really false everything to, again, control the masses. So they're trying to play God in multiple different ways here. They're playing God with words, they're playing gods with murder, and they're playing God over the masses, controlling the masses. And again, this is energy work, so they're using fear, intimidation, you know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing of of how the masses are controlled through our energy. And again, these are the absolute elites at the top of the world that control all of the money, all of the news, all of the entertainment, all of the sports leagues, it's all those elites, and they use pretty much the puppets of the celebrities, the athletes, the rappers, the actors, they use all of them to push their evil narrative, push this evil energy. And then again, they are playing God over the masses. And they're using money and they're using the celebrities and the entertainment industry and the pro sports all to do that and then why you know why are they doing this again for money think of all the money that's made through the nfl and the nba and the pro sports and through everything money you know they are cashing out these elites they don't have to work again that's why they have so much time to follow this biblical script that has been going on for hundreds of years because they're collecting the tax money they control the money these are the absolute elites so they have all the time in the world to create these scripts follow these scripts and ensure outcomes and i'm going to speak about how they ensure outcomes especially in the sporting events as well and then also in like The elections and stuff, it's all using technology. They're using all this stuff to their advantage and then not telling people. And so, again, why are they doing this? Money, power. You know, again, they're playing God. They're feeling this power of playing God over the people. Another evil thing is, especially with this rap and with the movies and everything, they're leading people away from God. That's the biggest thing is, you know, they're leading people away from God. And I'll explain a little bit further. So, if you think about the NFL, right? on NFL Sundays, you know, think about this Sunday is supposed to be, you know, the holy day or the day of rest, you know what I'm saying, all these different meanings for Sunday. But one of the biggest things with Sundays is NFL football. And think about what goes on, you have grown men walking around with jerseys that have other grown men's names on the back. And they're pretty much praising these people and watching it all day. And again, this is something that I was falling into for years and years, I was the same exact way. However, That is leading you away from God. Those sports heroes will not save us when the time comes. God is going to be the one that saves us. And God will forgive all your sins and he will allow you to come home. But you have to go home to God or go home to something bigger than yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you don't believe in God, just, I don't know. But you can't, if you're trying to go home to the NFL, they're not going to save you when the time comes. You have to forsake your sports heroes as much as it, might hurt you to do so because they will not save you god will save you go home to god and again it's the same thing with that's just an example of the nfl because again on sundays you have people wearing the jerseys again pretty much praising this shit watching it all day and again i was the exact same way however now i see beyond sports and life is so much bigger than sports so forsake your sports heroes go home to god And again, it's really the same thing with the entertainers as well. You know, if you're listening to instead of on Sundays watching NFL football, you know what I'm saying? If you're listening to rap music all the time, like I was, again, I was listening to Meek Mill. I was listening to Big Sean, you know, Mac Miller. I was bumping this all the time. Again, those guys are not going to save you when the time comes. God is going to be the one that saves you. God forgives all your sins. So again, it's it's about building your relationship with something bigger than yourself, whether that's God for you, whatever that is. But you know what I'm saying? It really, you can't be building your relationship with Meek or with Mac or with Big Sean and expect to be saved when the time comes because, again, those guys are not going to save you. And so, again, to go along with this, I'm actually going to read one more verse from my Bible. I read some lines from this in my most previous episode. This is from the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 57. So, so let me read some lines to you just to kind of explain everything that I just said to you a little bit. So before I read Isaiah 57 and it was line 12, the passage is called Israel's futile tree. So again, idolatry listening to these rappers all the time, watching NFL every single Sunday all day. This is becoming idolatry, and it's futile idol tree. So, okay, so this is futile idol tree. So again, I read line 12 in my most previous episode. Let me read it again. I will concede your righteousness in your works, but they will not help you. When you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you. The wind will carry them off. A breath will take them away. But whoever takes refuge in me shall possess the land and inherit my holy mountain. Just keep that in mind. That's the idol tree. And that's, again, those people are not going to save you. God is saying, you know... A breath will take your idols away. They're not going to be there when the time comes. All right, so just keep that in mind. And again, I read that passage. I read line 12 in my most previous episode, and now I'm going to read line 4 from that same passage in just a moment here. But again, I'll continue on with this theme from the NFL, right? So I mentioned how I would speak about the NFL Super Bowl halftime show, and so now is when I will do that. So again, a little bit with the why, you know, on football Sundays, again, you have grown men, including myself, I used to do this walking around worshiping pretty much other grown men wearing their jerseys, wearing their names on our backs, you know, what I'm saying every Sunday, religiously all day, every day, you know, what I'm saying that's just the truth. Also now to go along with that a little bit of the how, you know, so that's kind of the why and the how a little bit. Here's another example of how. Um, So now I'll speak about the Super Bowl halftime show and I'll speak about this one that was from this past year. So Shakira pretty much Shakira and J-Lo did the Super Bowl halftime this year. And again, there was that whole meme about Shakira. Remember? pretty much with her tongue and everything that she was doing. Yeah, that was actually completely demonic. And I'm going to explain exactly how it was. The entire halftime show, again, this is where entertainment becomes on display and synced up with the sports. This is where this evil imagery comes on display. They do it during the Grammys. They do it during the Super Bowl halftime show. And I'm going to explain exactly how Shakira and J-Lo's performance was completely demonic and really sick, honestly. And so again, that's just what you have to be aware of. You know, again, I spoke about being aware of this stuff. That's exactly what you have to be aware of when you're watching the Super Bowl halftime. Again, it's not so bad if you if you are bearing witness to the Super Bowl halftime show. It's not it's not corrupting you if you're bearing witness to it. It's only bad if you're bearing witness to it and you're not realizing what you're looking at. If you look at it and you realize it's demonic, but you're just like aware of it and you're not scared or whatever then you're combating it and it's all good you just have to be aware of this so again you can't be watching this super bowl halftime and having no idea that what they're doing is obviously demonic and really kind of evil and i'll show exactly how it was so again shakira there was that meme with her sticking her tongue out and doing whatever the fuck she was doing you know what i'm saying i'll explain exactly what that was again using the same passage from isaiah isaiah 57 so this is now line four it's from the same passage israel's futile idolatry, line 4 Whom are you mocking? Against whom do you open your mouth wide and stick out your tongue? Are you not children of transgression, the offspring of deceit, you that burn with lust among the oaks under every green tree? So again, she was sticking out her tongue. That's the all-mocking tongue, if you haven't ever heard of that. So just how these people have the all-seeing eye, they do that quote-unquote Illuminati eye. It's the all-seeing eye. This is the all-mocking tongue. And it says in the Bible right here, whom are you mocking against? Whom do you open your mouth wide and stick out your tongue? So this is exactly demonic and evil. And again, like most people don't want to believe this. Like they're like, nah, Shakira, J-Lo, like they're not evil. You know what I'm saying? Like they're performers. Yes, they are sick. They are literally worshiping the devil. And I'm actually going to explain just now, Who they actually are worshiping. So again, these people pretty much worship the Baphomet or the Baphomet, you know what I'm saying? If you've ever heard that, that's pretty much this goat type of figure, you know what I'm saying? And that's also with the sports. So I'm gonna get to this. That's why in sports you always hear of he's the goat, he's the goat. They're talking about the Baphomet, which is literally the fucking devil. So, you know what I'm saying, bro? This is what you have to wake up to, and again. I'll explain further. So, so you know what I'm saying? No one wants to believe that Shakira and J-Lo are worshipping the Baphomet, you know what I'm saying? But that's actually the truth. So again, think about this. Shakira did the all-mocking tongue. And there was also the other meme of Shakira where it was like, damn, she wore her same outfit from Zootopia. Did you also happen to notice? So again, I'm speaking about the Baphomet. It's this goat type of thing. It has horns. Like, that's what's on its head. It's this horned goat type of figure. Look up from Zootopia, the The role that Shakira played in that movie, it was a gazelle, which is like a deer. So it's not an actual goat, but it's she has horns in that picture and she wore the exact same thing. So again, this is predictive programming, again, from that movie. And then she was wearing the exact same thing and she had horns. So she was literally being the Baphomet and being the devil. That was devil worship during that halftime show. She was doing the all mocking tongue and it was predictive programming. Again, go look at the meme. She was wearing the exact same thing. They're like, oh, Shakira is wearing the same thing from what she wore in Zootopia yeah you're laughing at that but you're not realizing that's evil and demonic so that's the truth right there and again also during this halftime show it was either Shakira or Lo after they were switching outfits and stuff but when whoever it was was wearing the white outfit and they lifted her up and she spread her arms wide and they spun her around that was literally looked like Jesus on the cross so again bro like This is demonic and they're mocking God and they're mocking what's true and right in this world and they're being evil and sick. And again, these elites are behind this because they are scheduling and planning for all this to go on during the Super Bowl halftime show. And they're laughing because nobody is recognizing what's going on. So it's literally evil energy. And again, they're laughing because on Sundays, we are walking around worshiping people wearing pro sports jerseys, worshiping people that do this same type of demonic shit like LeBron. And that's what I'm saying is nobody wants to believe that these people are sick. Like people want to say, oh, Shakira, JLo. No way. Yes, LeBron, D. Wade. These people are worshiping the Baphomet. You know what I'm saying? This goat figure. And again, so Think about this. This is a perfect example. Now with sports, everyone is the goat. This is what I'm trying to say is that, and now everyone on Instagram, and I've done this before, this is what I'm saying is on Instagram. Now everyone comments the goat emojis. When we are doing that, we're actually, that's the the symbol for the Baphomet. That's the symbol for the goat, this evil devil, demonic Baphomet. So again, this is what you have to wake up to and break free of is, Commenting the goat, you know what I'm saying? And again, think about this. So, LeBron James, everyone wants to say he's the goat, right? And Shannon Sharp, who's on the show Undisputed with with Skip and Shannon, you know what I'm saying? Every day or every week, you know, he's on that show wearing a goat mask and he's saying, I'm Goat James, you know what I'm saying? That's demonic and evil. And again, I was completely falling for that. I wasn't aware of it, but this is what you have to wake up for. These people are sick and these people are putting it right in front of our face every single day. People don't want to believe it. You want to say, oh, Shannon Sharp, there's no way he's a good dude. No, he's a sick dude. Dude, he's putting on a fucking goat mask and a goat head and he's being the Baphomet on live TV saying, I'm Goat James, Goat James. You know what I'm saying? These people are fucking sick. And again, they're laughing at this because they have every person in America, every kid in America on Instagram talking about the goat, the goat commenting, goat, goat, calling each other goats. That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? This is what you have to wake up to. And again, Google Baphomet, you'll see exactly what it is, bro. Like this is evil energy going on. And so that's a little bit more of, you know, who these people are, what they're worshiping and like who and why and how they're doing it. Again, they're putting all this this on display during the Super Bowl halftime show. Again, it's predictive programming with You know shakira playing the gazelle or the giselle in that movie having the horns on and then again she's demonic doing evil demonic shit during the super bowl halftime show also with the baphomet i said i would speak about mac miller in this episode again go look at like his second to last i believe it's the second to last or third to last instagram picture where he's riding the baphomet you know what i'm saying he's sitting on a little fucking goat with goat horns, you know what I'm saying? That's evil and demonic. And again, Mac Miller's last Instagram picture is the all seeing eye where he's showing one eye and then his second to last or his third to last, he's sitting on the goat, the Baphomet. So these people worship this devil, demonic, horned creature of the Baphomet. And again, So no one wants to believe it. No one wants to say, oh, Mac Miller wouldn't do that. Shannon Sharp wouldn't do that. Shakira wouldn't do that. J-Lo wouldn't do that. Yes, they do. They all do this. And again, it's all for the name of money and success. They sell out to this Baphomet. They sell out to the evil energy. The devil will test you. And these people all sell out for fame and for money. And that's why they worship this Baphomet, because he's giving them all of this, all of what they receive. And again, these elites are telling these people and these are all just puppets. They sign their life away and they do as they're told and they push these evil demonic agendas and messages and symbolism on us all the time. And that's what we have to wake up to some other how and the why. So, again, um, I was speaking in my last episode primarily about sports being rigged and fake and fixed. And so if you're wondering how they do that, they're definitely using technology to ensure outcomes, especially in the NBA. I truly believe that there's technology in the rim and in the ball so that they can make misses more likely and make makes happen more likely as well I believe that they can make the ball go into the hoop and I also believe they can make it rattle off the rim and brick um, some examples of this like think about when Damian Lillard hit that like 30 or 40 foot shot against uh, Paul George to like end that series like That was a ridiculous shot like I truly believe that they were using technology for that and again in Kobe Bryant's last game those last buckets like and every time he went to the free throw line like they're making sure those buckets are going in so I truly believe that the NBA especially they're using technology to ensure outcomes that's a little bit of just more how they're doing this and again in the NBA I believe if a ball goes into the crowd you can't take it with you they don't let you leave with that ball so that's interesting um, but I just think that in in pro sports, especially, they're using technology to ensure outcomes. That's a little bit more of the how. And so now I'll kind of explain a little bit more of how we defeat this and how we combat this. Before I get to ultimately defeating it and things that you can do, I'll kind of just tie up a couple more loose ends from my last episode, some other miscellaneous points. So if it's not clear to you yet that I'm I'm no longer a pro sports fan, I'm no longer a Philly sports fan, you know what I'm saying? I'm no longer going to be supporting... These sports, these people, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be getting any new jerseys, nothing like that. Like, you're not going to catch me rocking pro sports jerseys anymore, like, or catch me, you know, wearing the Flyers logo or the Eagles logo. Like, I'm forgetting all those logos, forgetting all the pro sports. So I'm pretty much no longer a pro sports fan. Another side note on Instagram, I pretty much unfollowed every sports team, every person in Hollywood, every entertainer, all these false idols, I unfollowed them all. So again, if you're kind of looking for ways to proactively combat this again if you're someone like me that spent a lot of time caring about pro sports you know i just think if you forsake your sports heroes if you give them up and you just give up the nonsense it's fake the nfl is fake like the nba is fake just give up that fake scripted sports league it's like the wwe you know i was probably like 12 or 13 or 14 when I gave up, you know what I'm saying, the WWE. And so now I'm 25, you know, giving up the NBA, the NFL. So, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of the same thing. You just kind of have to grow up and realize that the world is so much bigger and greater and better than just these fixed, lame-ass sports leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're kind of cool for a while, but you know what I'm saying? Everyone outgrows this eventually. So, Even if it's had a hold on you for 20 years, like myself, you know what I'm saying? Grow up from it and move on. So forsake your sports heroes and go home to God. Build your relationship with God. He will save you. Your sports heroes will not. So forsake your sports heroes. Go home to God. He will help you. He will save you. Grow your relationship with God. He will help you and save you. He saved me. He helped me. He saved me. So remember that. And so again, you know, unfollow people from Hollywood, unfollow the rappers, you know what I'm saying, on Instagram, because again, IG is where you're taking a lot of this predictive programming and this evil stuff in, you know what I'm saying, you're bearing witness to this. So you know what I'm saying? I unfollowed pretty much every single person in Hollywood, any famous person. I'm like, nah, forget it. Like, I'm following, you know, people that I know are real humans and not people that are like some sick, like Baphomet worshiping type of dude, you know what I'm saying? So... That's something that you could do. Like, I don't unfollowed everyone. So really what I'm saying is that as far as the pro people and the pro athletes, you know, there's really no role models. You know, all these people are pretty much frauds and fakes. So the real role models are people that you know in real life. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no role models in the industry really anymore. Like, everyone to me is pretty much a sellout. And it's all people that you wouldn't expect. You know, like Jim Carrey. Like, all these people, man, they can't be trusted. Jim Carrey, D. Wade, like all these people, man. It's not just, you know what I'm saying? Russell Wilson. It's not just LeBron. It's not just the people at the top, bro. It's really kind of everyone, man. Like They're all kind of following the script. They all know what's going on. Some are really important players. Some are not so important players, but they're keeping this secret tight. They're cashing out on it, and most of them are pushing evil agendas. So, there's really no role models in Hollywood or in the pro industry or really that industry like that. All the real role models are people that you know in real life. So, and one more side point, you know, so in my apartment, I actually have, you know, a Meek Mill poster, a Big Sean poster, a Mac Miller poster, a Flyers flag, an Eagles thing, you know what I'm saying? I got all this stuff in my apartment, right? So, you know, to me, I'm actually not even going to immediately or in the near future take all that stuff down. I'm actually leaving all that up. And I'll explain why for really kind of several reasons. And this is exactly why and how you defeat this, you know, you don't have to be scared of this, even though these people are sick and doing like murder and really sick shit like they don't have to scare you you know what i'm saying they're using intimidation and they're using like fraudulent fear to instill fear so you really don't have to be scared of these people so for me like i'm not going to fearfully like rip all those posters off the wall and be like oh my gosh like get it all out of here i'm actually keeping them up for several reasons one Because my energy runs that whole space. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to fearfully rip them off the wall to protect my own energy. You know, a piece of paper on the wall isn't touching my energy, especially in my own crib in my spot. So my energy runs everything in there. So that's the first reason. And two, I'm actually keeping my eyes on my enemy. You know, I want to wake up now every day and see, you know, that these are the people that. I'm up against, you know what I'm saying? They're corrupting the masses and now it's on me to counteract them and have an impact on the masses or at least the people in my own life to combat that evil work that they're doing. So I'm keeping my eyes on my enemies literally by you know, keeping their posters up and and keeping an eye on them. You know, I'm reminding myself every day, dog, this is what you're battling against. This is who it is. Because for a long time, I was like, you know, I'm a light worker, I'm doing God's work, or I'm trying to do God's work and follow God's plan. But I'm like, I don't even really know, like who we're really up against now I see it's like, this is who we're up against the people that you didn't think you were up against is who we're up against. So now I'm like, I'm reminding myself, you know, who we're really up against. So again. It's all just how you combat this. You just have to be aware of this and do it in your own way. You know, you don't have to be scared of this, you know. And again, you could still listen to some of these rap songs. Even myself, you know, I've been listening to this for years and years. There's some songs that, like, mean more to me than just, like, the demonic shit that's in it. You know what I'm saying? So some songs, like rap songs, I'll still listen to. But the majority, like, I'm giving those up. So, you know what I'm saying? You could still listen to a Mac Miller song. You could still listen to a Meek Mill song. But at the bottom line, just be aware that in the song is likely demonic energy and imagery. So just be aware of it. And that's the bottom line is you just have to be aware that it's there. But you know, you don't have to rip all your posters off the wall. You don't have to burn all your sports jerseys. You don't have to delete all the music off your phone. You know what I'm saying? You could still listen to this. You could still bear witness to it. You could still watch the movies that you like, but just be aware of what you're taking in on all levels, whether it's movies, music, or Instagram or whatever else, just be aware of what you're taking in. And just be aware that if it's coming from the mainstream, it's, if it's coming from the mainstream, if it's coming from Hollywood, if it's coming from the pro sports leagues, just understand that it's probably corrupted in some way. So just be aware of what you're bearing witness to. And so again, how do you combat this proactively, you know, for me, you know, speaking about this is how you proactively awake other people and make other people become aware of this. Because again, if you understand this is all true, and you just be quiet and don't say anything, you're fueling the evil even more, you have to call attention to this if possible. So on a personal level, you have to at least just understand it's going on. But then if you want to proactively help against this and fight against this and defeat this alert other people to this wake up other people you know let them know like hey what you're listening to or what you're witnessing might be a little bit evil so let people know you know what i'm saying and Again, draw attention to it. If I just never spoke about this and I was like, you know, like, I don't know, like I'd be fueling them even more. No, you have to draw attention to this and just show that it's not scary. It's not dangerous really to speak about this or to bring attention to it. You know what I'm saying? They use fear and intimidation. So if you impartially and calmly draw attention to it, that's the other thing is if you get really worked up and you get really... All types of energy and you're feeling some type of way like or scared or really nervous or really like excited about this Like you're again kind of fueling it You want to impartially point this out and just be like, yes, this is what's going on This is a fact again, you can speak passionately like I do But if you're like all pissed off about it or real mad about it or scared about it Like you're fueling them even more just impartially understand what's going on and impartially Point it out and explain that it's there. That's how you most effectively break it down and destroy their energy. And so now I really just have a few more miscellaneous points and then I'll kind of start to slowly wrap this up. A random miscellaneous point is that former NFL player Larry Johnson of the Kansas City Chiefs, he actually speaks out about this evil work and really the evils of the NFL, especially on Twitter. So again, that's someone that was in these leagues that's speaking about this so that's just interesting a couple more things that i mentioned a couple more loose ends to tie up from my most previous episode i kind of hinted at the question is kobe even dead is kobe bryant really even dead and so now i'll speak about this for just a little bit because again These are sacrifices that are going on. But again, they could do a faked death as a sacrifice again, because whether you really die or not, again, you're cashing out all these people are making money off of the death, whether it's real or not. So faking the death could be just as beneficial as actually going through it. The reason I wonder if Kobe specifically is really kind of dead is because my energy is saying that, you know, he had such a tragic, horrific death of dying in a helicopter, yet up until kobe bryant 's memorial, really, a lot of people that spoke about him in interviews and stuff like hardly even seemed really upset or shook up about him, like especially the people absolutely closest to him, like tracy McGrady and and players like that like didn't even seem that truly upset so again, for me, you know it's one thing to imagine like if you had to pretend like or imagine that someone that you cared about died in the way that Kobe did like in your mind you'd be like, oh my gosh that's horrible but You can't like really understand what it would really be like unless it happened to you. Um, You know what I'm saying? So you can picture in your mind and like try and imagine what it would be like, but you wouldn't know it until it actually really happened. So to me, all these people in their interviews, it looks more like they're kind of just trying to imagine what it would be like as opposed to if it actually happened. So my energy kind of tells me that Kobe is probably alive. There's a good chance of it. So all you people if you're like oh wow like I really liked Kobe even though he's a false idol and you shouldn't be thinking that at all um the good news is is the guy's probably not even dead if he is dead you know what I'm saying you know strength to his family if he is but my energy is honestly saying that perhaps he's alive so again I mentioned Tracy McGrady you know he did that interview where again he said he was like Kobe spoke of this Kobe spoke this you know in that interview he's he's pretending like he's crying he sounds like he's crying he keeps sniffing his nose but if you notice no actual tears come out of his eyes at all. And his eyes are completely white in color. They're not red at all. Usually when a person is crying, if there's not tears coming out, your eyes are at least red. They're pretty much completely white. And he's really just sniffing the whole time with his nose. There's no actual tears. That's the thing is really I kind of in all of these interviews, I really noticed that pretty much there's no actual tears. Michael Jordan at Kobe's memorial service did seem pretty sincere. But Every single other person, I I have a hard time finding someone that cried real tears. Tracy McGrady, he's like, Kobe spoke of this. And again, he's sniffing. But to me, it seemed like he was bullshitting, to be honest. I don't know, man. So that's T-Mac, Tracy McGrady. Um, Kyrie Irving, again. Also look at Kyrie Irving's Instagram post, the one that he dedicated to Kobe. I mean, he puts everything right there. He says I, but he spells it E-Y-E. Again, the seeing I. And then he puts the two emojis of the triangle and the actual eyeball. So you know what I'm saying? Like Kyrie Irving doesn't even try to hide it. He puts it right in front of your face. Like Kyrie again, no one wants to be like, Oh, Kyrie like worshiping the Baphomet. No way. Yes, he does. Like look at his Instagram post talking about Kobe and Gianna. Like, This dude is sick. And again, they interviewed Kyrie after his one game, like the day Kobe died or the day after, you know what I'm saying? And they were like, Kobe, or they were like, Kyrie, like, we could tell you're emotional right now. Meanwhile, he's like smiling during the interview. And again, he tries to sound like he's emotional, but no tears at all. Like, he doesn't seem emotional or sad in the slightest. Again, Shaq, when he spoke prior to the memorial, like, I didn't see any tears. Like, you know what I'm saying? All these people that are apparently so close to him don't even look like they even care or bothered. And again, this just shows. So even if Kobe is dead, if he actually was sacrificed, again, this just shows how sick these people are, because if he's really dead, they're not even really that upset or even crying. Kyrie Irving, Tracy McGrady. And if he's not dead, then they're all pretending that he is dead. And so it just shows that they're sick either way. And again, someone might think that I'm sick for speaking about Kobe Bryant, who could be dead right now, which. Again, I really don't want to sound disrespectful, but to me, I don't even really believe... I don't know if he's dead, to be honest. And again, from what I've seen, all these people that were apparently close to him, Tracy McGrady, Kyrie Irving, Shaq, they're not even shedding real tears talking about him. So you can decide for yourself what the truth is. And so now I'm going to kind of wrap this episode up. My final miscellaneous point that I touched on in my most previous episode is with Meek Mill's album cover, the song called Believe. I was like, hmm, those clouds look really familiar. And so, and so really on my Instagram, my last post of 2019, I put a very similar post with very similar clouds up. And this was pretty much a whole month before the Meek Mill song Believe actually released and dropped. And so The reason I bring that up is just because I always felt that I had a connection to Meek Mill for some reason, you know, I always felt a connection to Meek Mill for some reason. So think about this. His name is Robert Williams. My name is Ryan Wilson. His middle name is Rye Meek. My nickname is Rye. My middle name is Michael. So Robert, Rye Meek, Williams, Ryan, Michael Wilson, his nickname is Meek Millie, and he reps Philly. One of my nicknames is Rye Willie. I rep Philly. So I always felt that I had a connection to Meek for some reason and so now I do believe that I still have a connection to him and that connection to me is evident on my Instagram post. The last one that I put up of 2019, the clouds that I put almost a month before the song Believe actually released is almost identical to the clouds that are on the album art for the song Believe. So I do believe that I have this connection to Meek Mill and I believe that my connection is to defeat Meek and all of the things that he's doing, and especially that's why we're both stationed and from Philly area, you know what I'm saying, because I'm directly counteracting and combating the energy that he's putting out and that he started in Philly. So I truly do believe that I still have a connection to Meek Mill. And I believe that it's because he's the evil and I'm the light. He's the evil in the dark and I'm the light and the positive here to combat him and defeat ultimately Meek Mill. So you know what I'm saying? I never thought it would come down to this, but that's my connection and that's what I believe. And also one more point, Larry Johnson, who I spoke about, he's been speaking out on Twitter about this. He's a former NFL player and he says that his exact opposite and his counter counterpart is the GOAT, is the Baphomet. So he believes that pretty much he was put in the NFL to combat and to defeat the Baphomet and the GOAT that has become so prominent in the NFL. And that's the exact same thing that I feel. I feel that I have this connection to Meek Milley because I'm here to defeat everything that Meek actually stands for and everything that Meek is pushing on these poor, innocent people that don't know the difference. But that's why your boy is here right now speaking these words to you, again, combating this energy that Meek and many other people are pushing. And so with all that being said, I'm going to wrap this up. You know, this episode, I really wanted to get out there. You know, I really wanted to finish this one up after, you know, dropping my last episode, episode 27, which was a message to be heard. So I'm glad that I was able to finish this again. You know, I didn't record this where I usually do. I wasn't in the booth. I wasn't in the lab, but I kind of just wanted to get this episode out there and kind of tie up the loose ends from my most previous episode and speak about this real topic of light versus dark energy. So my next episode will be kind of another continuation I'll kind of transition out of this topic and into the next one. And the next topic, the next episode will be perfect for me to do that. So I will wrap this up more in my next episode. I'm going to kind of continue again. But like I said, episode 27 was a direct continuation into this episode episode 28 light versus dark so listen to episode 27 if you didn't heed my advice if you didn't listen to my words and you listen to this one before listening to episode 27 definitely go back and listen to episode 27 of the positivity report a message to be heard by all this is 28 light versus dark and then be sure to listen to my next episode where again i'll kind of speak about something very similar and kind of you know speak more about this. But again, for right now, if you want to at least establish your baseline of how to defend and defeat this again, you know, be aware that this is going on, you know, be aware of what's going on in the world. And then also, if you want to proactively counteract this and defeat this again, speak about this like I do draw attention to this, but in an impartial and in a calm way, draw attention to it point it out and be aware of it. That's the ultimate way to break this down and to defeat it. You know, this is all energy work. Like I said, they're using energy to control the masses. So you don't want to put a lot of your energy into it. You don't want to put the wrong energy into it. You want to just put the appropriate amount of energy and the appropriate amount of effort it takes to be aware of it and to, again, make other people aware of it. And again, another thing that you can do, especially if you're someone like me, that was really I had a all of my work and all of my life, a lot of things were being influenced by these false idols, by the false sports heroes, by the false rappers and the false idols of Mac Miller's and Meek Mill's. You know, if that's you, if you're like me and that's having a big influence on you, again, forsake your sports heroes, forsake the rappers, abandon them and start praying and growing your relationship with God more and go home to God. You know what I'm saying? God will save you. God will forgive your sins and will accept you and bring you home. But before you do that, you have to forsake your sports heroes and forsake all of this evil energy. So that's kind of just how you defeat this and kind of, you know, why you have to defeat this. Because again, These people are leading us away from God. They're leading people away from God and toward worshiping NFL football on Sundays and worshiping the Meek Mills and the Mac Millers. And again, I say worship loosely because you're not like literally saying, oh, the NFL is my God. But every Sunday when you're spending eight hours or more watching football, wearing another man's name on your back, like I did, you know what I'm saying? You're in fact worshiping it and you're not coming home to God. So That's just kind of the reality of the situation and the truth of it. And that's exactly kind of how you can take the next step and step beyond this and and get away from this evil energy of the NFL, the pro sports and the entertainment industry. And so I really thank you for listening to this episode and thank you for listening to my most previous episode. Again, listen to my next episode. That will be important as well. But this one and my most previous really went hand in hand and we're completely together. So I hope that I was able to, you know, awaken people a little bit more and kind of speak about this real topic. And again, I'll give a little bit more information and kind of a different approach and some different info in my next episode as well. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening to these episodes. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for listening to my words. If you're looking for a way to reach me or find me, you can do that on Instagram at WilsonRyan underscore underscore. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ryan Wilson. This is TPR, The Positivity Report. You already know. I'm gonna catch you next time. Peace out.